WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. I'm Clint Snyder. And I'm Trey Martin. This is Hot Topics from WUSC News. Coming up, the women's basketball team has punched their ticket to the Final Four. After crushing Texas last night, the team looks ahead to their matchup against Stanford. Also, rapper Lil Nas X is facing controversy after his newest merch release. We'll tell you why his new sneakers are getting everyone talking. Plus, a new podcast is bringing listeners to the heart of Columbia. We'll talk with the host of the Soda City Speaks podcast about their new show launching tomorrow. That's all coming up this week on Hot Topics. To another episode of Hot Topics right here from WSC News. I'm Flynn Snyder. And I'm Trey Martin. And Trey, we are uh, celebrating today across campus because the uh, women's basketball team, they just put the smackdown on Texas last night. Yeah, I honestly, okay, truth be told, I did not watch the game, but I um, caught the final score of it and I saw that they only scored 34 points or something like that and i was like wait this is the elite eight like and they they crushed texas crushed and crushed maryland but you know they beat maryland who was the number two seed in the sweet 16 coming into the elite eight so i thought it was uh i'm not just shocked or surprised that we put the smackdown on texas because you know our women's basketball team is the boss but you know it was it was crazy and you know you mentioned you didn't really watch the show or watch the game um, and you didn't really miss much because past the third quarter, Texas didn't score at all in the fourth quarter, which is the first time this has happened in tournament history. That is so, ridiculous. Train had happened. left the station. The envelope was sealed up. Whatever you know, metaphor you want to use. It, by the second quarter, we were had this thing sealed up and ready to go. So congratulations to the women's basketball team. Well, it's going to be a very interesting Final Four because on Friday they play Stanford, and that's a rematch from 2017 whenever the women's basketball team went to the final four in dallas they beat stanford and then they beat mississippi state to win the national championship and it's funny i saw on twitter um i believe it was kayla davis uh who was a, a guard for that team in 2017 uh mentioned that stat that you said flynn that they didn't score in the fourth quarter and she's like the 2017 team could never do that. <laughs> so, like, it's uh, pretty impressive that, that this group is, uh, you know, even impressing the team that won the national title here at South Carolina. No, that's insane. You know, and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, you know, jump the gun or anything. Let's knock on some wood, you know, but, I, you know, it's looking pretty good. And we, uh, you know, it's looking like maybe we'll be facing off of UConn if we make it to the to the final round. Which, you know, that'll be tough. But like you said, this team is incredible. Uh, so, and it's been fun to watch them, for sure. They went to overtime uh, with UConn uh, back in the regular season. So, I'm sure they can give them a good game. But uh, we were we were talking before the show. We have an update about the, the state flag. Yeah. 
debate. Yeah, and we are. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you tell? Why don't you set the scene for us? Because we've already talked about the state flag before on the show. Yeah. So, um, of of course, South Carolina, the state itself, has never had an official state flag. So we talked recently about how lawmakers had proposed two designs: option A and option B. Um, that they wanted people to uh, send their feedback on and they would decide which one would be sent to be proposed as the official state flag of South Carolina. And we discussed it on the show and I believe we went uh, we went with option B, didn't we? Didn't yeah, we? We, were, we were team B. We were, we were heavily team B. And, uh, well, it turns out they went with option A. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I think the thing that stood out about uh, option B for me was just the um, the leaves on the tree look a lot more full and vibrant. Yeah, I think the comparison that a lot of people were making for option A was that it looks like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It does. It kind of looks sad. Like, like, if we're going to pick a palmetto tree to be on our state flag, we should probably make this tree look, like, as cool as possible. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, you know, clearly whoever picks this new state flag does not listen to Hot Topics because we were adamantly against A, like, at all costs. Do not pick A, and, you know, what do they do? They come back and uh, they come back and pick A, and I, I wonder what people kind of think about that, you know, because... I think B was, you know, objectively the better option in my opinion, but... But you know what? Even though we have option A, I think it's still the best state flag in the United States. Even better than Maryland. You know, it's funny. We're recording on Zoom today and this Maryland flag is right behind me. I know you can see how good this flag looks right now, Trey. So, you know, I'll, I'll give it a close number two, but the Maryland flag, we don't put it all over our, you know football uniforms at the university for nothing back home you know it's a it's a good flag it, it is a good flag I, I i'd go as far as to say it's the second best state flag in the united states but yeah so i don't know hopefully now i'm just glad that we have a uniform state flag because we haven't really had one before in the state's history um up until this point so i'm happy that we we've got we've got that now checked off the list about a couple hundred years later so that's that's good yep Really making progress here. Um, so Lil Nas X, who, if anybody doesn't know who Lil Nas X is, um, is the rapper turned just pop culture icon at this point, who had the massive hit of Old Town Road way back in 2019. Two years ago. It's crazy. Though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's honing in on two years ago. Um, you know, and he's had. It, it's gone on to, you know, give Billy Ray Cyrus a uh, rebound in his career because he got to feature on that uh, on the remix of that song. And it seemed like there were just so many remixes of that song. Everyone wanted to be a part of it. So Lil Nas X is back in the headlines after releasing his newest music video last week for his uh, new single called Montero. And, uh, you know, without getting too into detail, um, you know, people are kind of outraged because he, he does some stuff with Satan. That's that's all that's all I'm gonna say, you know, about that. But the video is very, and you know, Trey, you just watched, so you could give us your live reaction to your to the video because you've never seen it before. But it definitely is a very boundary pushing, in your face video for sure. Yes, it definitely has um, a lot of like um, religious 
um, I like idolatry in it, I guess. Is that the word for it? But um, it, yeah, it definitely is very influenced by that. Um, but um, I, I think it uh, it definitely was like a shock, but it wasn't like the biggest shock that I had ever seen. So, you know, like whenever I saw all the backlash, I was I, I was thinking like it was going to be something like really terrible. Um, but um, I, I think particularly at, at this point in time, I think a lot of people are just very sensitive about things like that. Um, but uh, in my opinion, I don't think he like crossed any kind of line. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, Lil Nas X is used to or has the reputation of being a boundary pusher. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are up in arms because they're like, oh my God, you know, little kids listen to Old Town Road and... And, you know, they idolize Lil Nas X and they're going to see this video and it's just going to, you know, they're going to ruin the kids. And he kind of has been clapping back on Twitter recently saying, you know, I literally sing about adultery in Old Town Road. It's like your choice to let your kids watch that and stuff. And somebody else had a, a spoof of, you know, a lot of the complaints that Lil Nas X has been getting. And it's like, oh, well, if celebrities aren't going to raise my kids, then who will? You know, so it, it's just been a funny, funny, uh, funny kind of back and forth between Lil Nas X and I guess the opposition to his video for sure but you know what is making headlines um is the shoes that he's releasing on top of the single that just came out and you know like you said he has a lot of um depictions of satan in his music video and so what he's doing now is he is selling these shoes that come with a drop of human blood in them one drop in that's made into the shoe I don't really know how that works, but it works. There's only 666 pairs made, sold for over $1,000 each, and they sold out in under a minute when they were released earlier this week. Nike is suing uh, Lil Nas X for copyright infringement. Um, I don't, I'm not really sure how that really works, but I think people are equating the shoes to Nikes because they're, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say they're like a knockoff Nike, but they're definitely closely associated with it. <clears throat> they, whenever I saw them... I thought that they looked like some Nike Air Maxes. I thought it was like a collaboration with Nike. Yeah, and so a lot of people, you know, are like, oh, why is Nike releasing shoes with human blood in them and Nike's now suing for copyright infringement? But uh, so it, it's, some, it's, uh, it's definitely been an interesting turn of events for Lil Nas X. But, you know, you look at all the artists who are still kind of, I wouldn't say relevant, but are known as icons for their time. Like I think of Madonna who is somebody who really pushed boundaries. And I think there's just certain artists who that's their thing and that's what they're known for. And I think if he didn't kind of, because Old Town Road was just such this goofy thing that he like needed to come back and, and do something that was just in your face to get you to watch. And I think, you know, it's his job as like an entertainer. It's his job to get people talking and watching. And I mean, that's exactly what we're doing right now. So, I mean, I guess it's a job well done for Lil Nas X, you know? Yes, there's always going to be people criticizing, like, everything that a celebrity does. So um, it's nice to see him sticking to his roots, you know, um, and, and continuing to make art that he thinks um, is important to him. Uh, because that's what it's all about. There's, al there's always going to be that criticism there. Um, and there always has been. Yeah, not sure how I feel about the human, uh, human blood in the shoes. W would you wear them? <laughs> Um, I don't know if I'd buy them if they were like 
gifted to me, yeah, definitely. I would, I would throw those in the rotation. All right, well, let me put that on the Christmas list for you, so I, I will make sure that... Nice. With this with this podcast money that we're getting. Just kidding. Oh, just, kidding. just the, the money is rolling in. I, we cannot keep track of it at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we have a very special guest coming up today. We are talking with the new host of the Soda City Speaks podcast, and we're talking to them about their... Uh, very cool first guest that they have on their episode that is launching tomorrow. So on the flip side of the break, we're going to be talking to them. But first, you're listening to Hot Topics from WSC News. We will be right back. You're listening to Hot Topics from WUSC News. We are joined by our producer, Troy, at the table. Troy, how's it going I'm today? I'm here, yeah. Taking over for uh, Trey as he was only here virtually th- yeah. uh, at the beginning of the show, but doing well. To looking forward to uh, having a nice little chat coming up. Yeah, we have a we have a big announcement about Trey next week that we're looking... Well, it's going to be bittersweet, but bittersweet, you know, for sure. Yeah, we're looking forward to next week's show. Make sure you tune in because that one is going to be fun. Uh, but speaking of fun, we have a very fun interview to get through uh, right now. And uh, joining us is... Dylan Gunnels. He is the host of the new Soda City Speaks podcast. Dylan, thank you so much for coming in today. How are you doing? Absolutely. Happy to be here. I'm doing great. Yeah, so kind of just quickly tell us, what is the Soda City Speaks podcast? Soda City Speaks is all things Columbia. And so um, we are going to talk about arts, uh, music, events, history, politics, uh, you name it. If it has to do with Columbia, South Carolina, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, it sounds like we're ta- you're, you're kind of taking uh, what we do here at WSC say. News and bundling it all into one. Sounds like uh, <laughs> sounds great. Well, I was listening before. I'm trying to get on y'all's level with all that money rolling in. So, oh, oh yeah, you know, just <laughs> so much money, tips. so much money. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. Um, so, Dylan, uh, talk about this uh, first episode that's airing tomorrow. What do you guys have uh, going on? We are so excited. I actually just got the recording this morning um, to go back and forth and make sure that we're set for launch tomorrow, which we are. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're very excited. We were actually looking to launch originally on March 15th, but COVID. Um, and I think that's the new phrase, right? Yeah. We're yeah. going to, but COVID. That's the new, my dog ate my homework. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, so we're excited. We launched tomorrow and uh, pretty much the layout of the show is just the beginning of the show will always be headlines. And so we'll try to cover some key headlines um, that have happened in Columbia over the course of the month prior uh, and what's applicable coming up this month. And then we will uh, dig deeper into some of those headlines, uh, what we're calling the fizz. Um, real creative, I know, but we're calling that the fizz. And so we just dig deeper. And so this episode, we're actually talking about uh, campaign season. It's election season here in Colombia again. Um, and I actually joke on the show in Colombia, especially, but also in South Carolina. I feel like we don't really get away from campaigns and no, election I was, season. I was to say we're just starting this again. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's kind of all the time, but it is uh, exciting because here in Colombia, of course, we've got seats open for mayor and city council at large, and a lot of crucial seats that are open. So we dig in a little bit on who the candidates are that have already officially announced and and talk some politics. And then we're super excited um, 
first episode to be able to land an interview with Mayor Steve Benjamin. So Mm. uh, Mayor Benjamin has served the city for an entire decade. He's been in that seat for 10 years. And, uh, you know, politics aside, he's accomplished a lot in those 10 years. And so uh, we had a very lighthearted conversation with him and just got to talk about um, his legacy of service, what's been done, uh, what he's most proud of, and talk a little bit about uh, what's left to be done before he leaves. Uh, And then most notably the question that every politician should be asked, what's next and are you ever running again? Mm. And um, I won't give it away, but I will tell you uh, he gave the least political answer I've ever gotten from a politician. So I was very excited to hear what he's going to be doing. Um, So we're super excited about that interview. And then the last part of the segment is just talking about events going on in the month of April and where folks can plug in. Nice, you know, it's, that's that was kind of the ultimate tease there. That was that was really good. <laughs> you guys kind of call Columbia a hidden gem yeah. in your bio. What makes the city a hidden gem? Do you do you did why and why did you kind of create the podcast? Yeah. So this is actually not to be cheesy, but this has been a dream of mine for a little over a year now. Um, I moved to Columbia in 2015. I did. I kind of moved here by happenstance. I'm not going to lie. I'm a South Carolina native, um, but I went to uh, college in Charleston, and I just found myself here in 2015, and I quickly fell in love. and And I noticed that a lot of people had that same sentiment of it being a hidden gem, or wondering what all it actually had to offer. And I quickly realized, you know what? It, it actually has a lot to offer if you're looking. And um, you know, we are the most diverse city in the state by far. Mm-hmm. Um, not only are we a growing uh, population of people of color, we're a growing population of Latinx individuals, Asian Pacific Islanders. Uh, we're a diverse place that speaks uh, multiple languages and, and multiple religions. A lot of people don't even realize we actually have uh, citizens or residents from all 194 sovereign nations in the world. Wow. Um, so we're extremely diverse, and there's a huge uh, art scene here. There's a huge music scene here. Um, You know, we've got the University of South Carolina that sits right here in the middle of the city, and that brings in a huge base of talent and individuals who are looking to do big things. Um, We sit between three rivers, which is why we're even here. And so I I just kind of got to the place, you know, the longer I was here and the longer I had conversations with people and got engaged myself, I started to realize, you know what? Um, Hidden Gem doesn't need to be the title anymore. Like, I think that's what we portray when we want to feel a little bit better about it or we want to say, yeah, that's the Hidden Gem. Uh, but I'm ready for people to realize it, it doesn't need to be hidden. Yeah. And um, so, so you know, the idea of launching the podcast was just I thought, you know, let's take advantage of this podcast phenomenon that's going on. And um, let's launch a podcast that just talks specifically about Columbia, South Carolina. So there, there are other podcasts out there, right, that talk about history and talk about politics and some, some more meta-level stuff related to South Carolina. But nothing was really just specific to Columbia um, other than apparently what you guys are doing. So I apologize. But um, I, I feel like I did enough research to know that we're unique and we're very excited. Well, the one difference is you're able to get Steve Benjamin. We're, we're, still, working. we're still working on that one. Here. I'll have to give him a call on that one. <laughs> you, you know, we can we can send each other contact info. You know, that'll be all good. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned you call it a hidden gem. I am not a native of South Carolina at all. I didn't really know that Columbia existed until 2017 when I was applying to college here, and I always call it South Carolina's best kept secret. Yeah, you know, it really is. Um, but um, you know, why? What makes this podca- podcast different? I know you talked about you know it really digs into cola, and there's a couple other outlets that do that as well. So, so what really sets you guys apart? Yeah, I mean, I think that 
first and foremost has to be the ultimate thing that our focus is is just Columbia centric. And so again, there are some other really cool folks who are, are launching podcasts in the city. But again, um, they're talking more specific to politics or more specific to history. And so mm. I think what makes us unique is that we are trying really hard through the course of the month. And, and, and right now, you know, the podcast launches on the first of each month. And um, we're going to try that monthly rotation. And if, if it, you know, is more pressing and people want more, then we'll give it our shot. Uh, we're both doing this on our own time outside of our own jobs. But uh, I digress. My, my point is we're trying really hard in the in the month leading up to the show um, to find information that's valuable, to do solid research about um, events that are going on. Again, finding solid research about headlines that are pertinent to people's lives and just really trying to um, put that together in one succinct hour-long episode that a person's not going to walk away with everything, but hopefully they can walk away going, yeah, that's something I need to get more engaged with, or that's something I want to plug into, or that's something I didn't know about and I want to do. Um, And it's right in my backyard. And so it's very Columbia specific, but also we're trying to have fun with it. Um, I got very fortunate Ome wasn't able to be here with me tonight, but my co-host Ome uh, is actually originally from Canada where she hosted a community radio show for 15 years um, before coming down here. So uh, she's got that production ability and those skills. And so we're highlighting local Columbia musicians uh, in our breaks um, throughout the the show. Uh, We've got a local Columbia musician who did all of our tracks leading up to the show. Um, So we are... we are focused and dedicated to being Columbia specific, and I think that's what makes us unique. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, I guess last thing uh, we'll ask, uh, just kind of to wrap up. Um, so why, or, or not why, I should say, I guess uh, you, you've, you're doing Steve Benjamin this week or, or this month. Uh, what, what's next? What's coming next for y'all? And then uh, where can people find the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So Steve was this month, as you said, and and honestly, uh, we did get really fortunate on that one, but we thought the timing was impeccable because he's on his way out. And so it was a great conversation to have because we wanted to capture the moment when we knew he would still be thinking about what was left to be done. And I wanted to captivate an audience to recognize what he's got left to be done as mayor, but also um, really cast a vision for what's next for them. So where can they plug in to help with that vision now? And where can they plug in to be engaged moving forward? So so that that's why that episode was important to us to be first. Um, but outside of that, uh, I know it sounds super exciting, but one of our episodes coming up is going to be on the history of the water and sewer system in Columbia. And um, again, I know that sounds riveting, but there's a longstanding history of it's water crazy. and sewer yeah, in and the I, city. I, yeah, that's crazy. I feel like if you're going to do a whole episode about it, people are going to be drawn into that. Like, well, if there's a whole episode, there's got to be something interesting. I, I hope that that's the key. And, and for people, I, I know I'm probably talking to a lot of students, but for people that live in the city that deal with water bills and yeah. what has gone on with the water sewer system over the course of the past four years, I think it's going to be interesting to them. So we're going to dig into that. We've got another episode talking about the history of Bull Street. So we're going to kind of marry um, the story about the development that's going on now and kind of the future of Bull Street. But then we're also going to dig into the history, which is a little bit spooky, uh, related to Bull Street and kind of dig into that. And then we're also really excited. We're going to make sure to get all of the candidates onto the show at some point before November to do some one-on-one interviews with them about their platform and what they their vision is for the city. So that's what's coming up. And just like anything else, um, like and subscribe, right? Yeah. So you can uh, find us on social media at Soda City Speaks. Uh, right now we're just on Twitter and Facebook, but you can search Soda City Speaks 
weeks. I've been told we need an Instagram, um, but I'll think about it. <laughs> We're on Twitter and Facebook, and then also anywhere that you get your podcast. Um, we're on Anchor, and so that automatically uploads everywhere you get your podcast. Nice. Well, I have to say I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I'm super looking, excited to listen. Yeah, looking forward to that first episode to drop tomorrow. Um, Dylan, thank you so much for coming in and talking about the podcast, and good luck. It sounds like a great show. We're looking forward to that first episode tomorrow. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me, and I'll be listening. I'll be tuning in to WUSC more. Sounds good. Sounds good. We love to hear that. All right, well, Dylan, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. You'll have a great night. You too. And uh, before we... Uh, take off from the show here there is a lot of crazy weather in the area today so if you need to head out um, officials are warning you maybe just to uh, delay your trips until the warnings and watches expire of course keep up to your phone for the uh, latest weather information and just uh, just stay safe out there but uh, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of hot topics join us every wednesday for the latest news and entertainment culture food and everything in between hot topics is a production by wsc news and garnet media group you can catch other wsc news shows on monday and friday at 6 p.m and on garnetmediagroup.org plus if you're not able to catch wusc news shows live check out podcast check out our podcast for all the highlights stream them on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcast, just search WUSC News. And for round-the-clock updates about future shows, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WUSC News. I'm Troy Dassing. And I'm Flint Snyder. Thanks for joining us. And remember to keep it hot. <laughs>